Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's been said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. For over 50 years, SAIC has embraced the unknown, mission-focused to build a tomorrow that works for everyone. Bold transformations, digital ingenuity, the explosive, thrillingly awesome power of tech. So no matter what the future holds, we're ready to bring on tomorrow. in the archives for tonight's Best of Edition. Episode 143. Was Stephen even born yet, you ask? You'll have to listen and find out. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live! Not only are we live on Facebook, we are live on pretty much everywhere that you can find us, including Mojo 50 Radio. I mean Mojo 50 Radio on iHeart Radio, streaming live right now on iHeart, on Mojo. Go find us. I'm sure that you'll love it. Joining me tonight, I have Mr. Steve Hayes. He is the president of Fairtax.org. He is a recovering tax attorney. Um Kind of like a, kind of like an alcoholic. You just mm-hmm. can't get rid of it, and uh, you always have to be wary of what you're doing. So, Steve Hayes, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. Well, I, as you said, I am the president of. It's actually Americans for Fair Taxation, which is sponsoring the Fair Tax. We're in five hundred one c four, meaning we're nonprofit, but we are an advocacy group, so that we are promoting legislation that's intended to replace not only the personal income tax, but the corporate Mm -hmm. income tax, the estate and gift tax, and to replace the way we fund Social Security by doing it through a payroll, excuse me, a sales tax Mm -hmm. at the retail level, where every time you make a purchase, you pay any state taxes you may owe, and you pay a federal retail sales tax at that point. Okay. that's You don't keep tax records <clears throat> if you're not a business. Mm-hmm. You have no reason to. Right. It's strictly you determine how much tax you pay by how much you spend. And the other part of this, I think it's very important, is that it is only on new goods. So if you buy a used bicycle for one of your kids, I think you said you had four. Well, if one of them buys a used bicycle, mm-hmm. 
wouldn't pay the retail sales tax. However, under the present system, in order to buy that bicycle, let's say it's 50 bucks. Yeah. You have to earn enough money to pay the income tax Mm. and the payroll tax. And if you're self-employed, that means you had to earn 15% additional to pay the payroll tax. Right. And you had to earn the amount to pay the income tax. So mm-hmm. you might have had to earn $75 in order to net the 50. Gotcha. So yeah. the, the, the whole point of, of the advocacy for a fair tax is to take basically all of the expenses of the payroll tax out of the way, replace it with a, a, a tax on new goods bought. Um, and new, and retail services and retail services, right? Right, right. <clears throat> okay, so so with that, what? How much are we talking about here? Because I mean, I For, I know what we I know what a uh, income tax is. It's progressive, and you know you have a multiple levels and everything else. What right. are we talking about? Is there a set number that you're thinking about? Set a set number of twenty three percent. Okay, so set number of twenty three percent. Okay, That's so correct. with that set number of twenty three percent, how is it? Because, I mean, personally, I believe everybody, if you're going to pay taxes, everybody should pay taxes, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what, um, no matter what your income level, you should be paying taxes. And personally, on my level, that right there, what you just said, 23% on all retail uh, retail services and and brand new goods, anything used Mm -hmm. or whatever, no big deal, but new goods and retail services, 23%. If we had that in stone, everything else taken away, don't have to worry about the rest of it. That sounds amazing. And that's like that sounds like something that everybody could get used to and not have to worry about it. But you guys don't think that that would work out too well? No, I think what the situation is with this, I mean, I think it probably would be helpful if we get some initial ground rules of of the conversation. And when I say that Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about, you know, Oh, you're talking about a consumption tax. And and in the sense that we're taxing at the point of consumption, that's true. But I think what it's important, it's economically Mm. for your economic unit. Any tax is a tax on your ability to consume. Yes. Whether it's a payroll tax whether it's an income tax, whether it's a sales tax, whether it's an excise tax, it reduces the amount of money that you have left to consume. The only difference in each of these taxes is where they are assessed. Hmm. The income tax, the payroll tax are pre-consumption. In other words, they come out before you consume because most of us who are W-2 employees receive a check net of those amounts. So we've already had our consumption tax before we consume. So we go out and we buy something for that $50 we talked about, but we're doing it with effectively 20 to 25% less of our income. Right. To use to buy that $50 item. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Whereas with the fair tax, what we do is we tax it at the point of consumption. So therefore, all the money that was withheld comes in your pocket. You get to keep 100% 
of any, you know, my, not minus any federal deduction. State is a different story, but federal deductions. So mm-hmm. then you take that dollar, 100 cent dollar or whatever, and you go out and you make purchases. It, but it's equivalent from an economic point of view. Every tax is a consumption tax. Yes, technically. So, every, every tax will be, will be affecting yeah. your consumption. Yes. That's right. So the idea is, if that's the case, if you take it out prior, because let's think about it a minute. The reason why the income tax became a withholding tax was that an old friend of mine named Milton Freeman hmm. was working at the Treasury Department in 1940, I think he too, and they were trying to figure out how to get money in faster because back then you made a payment in March of right. your year's taxes from before. Yeah. Well, they wanted to collect more money more quickly, and they said, we're going to put in a temporary war policy of collecting it out of each paycheck. So can I just stop you there? Sure. Nothing the government has as temporary, especially (laughs) when it comes to collecting money, will stay temporary. And you know how different that is? Because back in 1861, Mm -hmm. Congress passed, I think it was either 61 or 62 when it went into effect, an income tax. Yeah. Okay. It was a huge income tax, too. (laughs) It expired. It was allowed to expire in 1870. It actually expired. I know, and it was great. (laughs) Yeah, and it's such a change between then and now with the attitude of what the role of government is, because back then, the role of government was very limited, Mm -hmm. as we know. Yes. Now, it's like everybody expects government to do everything. Not everybody, but many people expect government to do anything. Right. For them. And it adds to the ability of politicians to get reelected if they can make you dependent on their decision to let you have this tax benefit or that tax benefit. So so yes or no. Yes or no. Buying things online. Will that be taxed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You see. We may it's going to be people, anyway. We, we, may, we may have some people that may disagree with you on that, although if it well, gets rid of the income tax, they might be okay with say, that. And that's, remember, and who, don't, who, no, no, let, let me stop you a second. Okay, okay. Remember, when they buy online, mm-hmm. what kind of dollars are they consuming with? Right. They've already been taxed. Mm-hmm. They've already been taxed. Oh yeah, we're already we're already consuming so, with, with so, post with post tax dollars. That's but here's, right. Here's so, what I mean. Here's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Tar River Arms. They're uh, they're America's first virtual gun store out there. What I mean by that is they actually have a 3D setup. They they go through. They take such high quality HD video, uh, HD screens uh, of these uh, of these guns. You could see the dust on the grip if they haven't polished <laughs> the gun. It is amazing. That's and incredible. Hilarious. Yeah, like they've they've redone pictures because they go back through and they're like, oh, there's a hair on that. Uh-oh. Wow, <laughs> that's and incredible. They, they make uh, they they sell and broker these things at amazing prices. Sometimes they sell um, used, so mm-hmm. at that point in time, it wouldn't be taxed, right? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so they sell used and new, and those mm-hmm. new ones would obviously get taxed. But as of right now, they have what they're offering is a Ruger AR five five six. 
The price of the package that they're doing is a $1,000 retail package. They're doing it for $670. It includes two extra magazines along with the gun and its, and its original magazine. So you get three magazines. You get the AR, the entire package, uh, $670. Now, normally, Tar River Arms can, uh, can do this with no shipping and no, bro- no, uh, and no brokerage fees. On this one, they said they can't do that. So, yeah. Well, but they can. They have to send it though to a licensed dealer. Yes, you and so you have it, to it pay a twenty-five dollar or thirty dollar transfer fee. So it's right. still nothing. Right, but they do. They actually pay for that on ninety percent of their weapons. Well, they wow. pay for that up front, which is one that's of the best just, things. Like, so the, it's the price you pay is the price you pay. That's incredible. Tartover is what you said. How do you spell Tar it? River Arms. River. Yeah, TarRiverArms.com. Tar They're here in North Carolina. You know the Tar Heel State. Oh yes, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go look at their site when we're done because I, so it, I think so that's phenomenal. TarRiverArms.com. Let them know that Mojo sent you. Mojo five zero. All right, I will um, do it. So now we know it's twenty three percent. Right now we know it's twenty three percent. We're not get, done yet. You get rid of the income tax. You do the twenty three percent. We're not is, done yet, though. Okay, what is hang up on. with this prepayment? All right. Here, here's what happens into the fair tax. Okay. We had a choice to make. As you know, in many states, they exempt food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have a little bit of time, so I'll tell you a story that happened in the 1990s in California when I was living there. Sure. And it illustrates the reason that I did not want to see a tax that exempted anything. We had what we uh, lovingly called the Twinkie tax. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The California legislature never saw an opportunity to tax something that wasn't time to act. So what they decided was that food was exempt Mm. under the California sales tax. However, if you bought food that was going to become a snack – they would tax it at regular sales tax rates. Boo. So here's what happened. You had people that would go to a 7-Eleven. This was a true story. Mm -hmm. They went to a 7-Eleven, and one day they went, and the clerk sold them a can of peanuts Mm -hmm. and did not tax it because he assumed it was a snack. They went back, and they got the same can of peanuts, different clerk who taxed them. Right. Because he says, you're going to take it home, so, I mean, you're going to eat it before you go home, so it's a snack. Yeah. Because that's what the person was doing. He, in fact, he already had it open. And they literally almost had a fist fight. And it got to be such an egregious thing of defining what was an exempt purchase <laughs> that the legislature finally repealed it because they were literally having fist fights, you know, in terms of people saying this is nuts. Gotcha. And it was nuts. Mm-hmm. So what we said is that we want a tax that is as simple as possible so that there isn't some mechanical process that every clerk has to go through. Mm. Come in to buy it, you pay a federal sales tax. Now, how do you approach all the people who say, you know, I don't think you should be charging the sales tax on food. Okay. On, um, medical prescriptions on whatever. 
Okay. okay. So how how do we uh, so how do we talk how, about that? How, you, how we did it was we said we are going to take and we're going to give everyone a credit, basically mm. that they can apply any way they want. They can apply it to Tar River guns. They can apply it to milk. They mm-hmm. can apply however they want. But for a family of four, we're going to say to them, uh, everything you buy up to thirty two thousand one hundred, I believe, is going to be the number next year is not going to be subject to the fair tax. And you say, well, how do you do that? You give them a card? No. What happens is they go in and they make the purchase at the counter and they pay the sales tax. But at the beginning of every month, we send that family what would have been the sales tax on, I'm going to use round off, $2,500 of purchases. Uh Uh-huh. And it goes into their account, goes onto a credit card, whatever they want. So effectively, they're spending government money to pay the sales tax. So they personally are not reducing their ability to consume by the fair tax for up to that thirty-two thousand. Okay. And you and you look at it and see one of the things that we've and this was back in the nineties. We debated a lot this because this bill. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. by a lot of uh, people who were attorneys and libertarians and different groups. Okay. And one of the things though, that I think carried the day at the end of it was not only is it necessary to do something like this to hope to get it passed in Congress, but the other thing that really became apparent is the kind of people who are getting welfare today and other, you know, the lower income people that would be eligible to get this just like anybody else. You know, it's, it's not a means test. When that money goes in their account, Steve, Mm -hmm. their money in their minds. Oh yeah. Always. So are they not going to be pissed when they go to the checkout and have to pay 23% sales tax? Well, that's not fair. That's even that's, though that's kind of the that's kind of the understanding, I guess. Um, that that's that's kind of the splitting hairs, right? That's um, when they yep. when they when they get that, they're like, oh well, you know, because they're used to a certain level of things, right? So they're used to one not getting taxed as much in their income income tax, mm-hmm. or not at all in some cases. Like if you have multiple kids and you have a, uh, an income under a certain level, you're not going to get taxed. Not directly. Not directly. Not from I mean, the I federal can, government, not through your no, income. You're, you're not going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be, if you're working, you're going to be subject to the payroll tax, which right, most always. Americans in the lower groups pay much more than they do income tax because mm-hmm. it is the most single regressive tax there is. It doesn't matter if you have one child, 20 children. It doesn't matter. Everybody pays the same rate from day one. Right. And then it goes away. Yeah, and that's something that they don't they never know about. They they don't even think about. Listen. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's somehow or other they believe that it's in their retirement. You know, they're going to get it back. Obviously, no. Supreme Court <laughs> has said it's not an entitlement. Mm-hmm. It's a promise it can be changed. People your age, like my daughter, probably believe in they'll get social security about as much as they believe in next week they'll take a ride in a UFO. Because it's That'd just not time. real. Yeah, it's just not okay. <laughs> and and likelihood of it being there is pretty small. And you know, even by the various studies, if you continue to fund it mm-hmm. through 
the payroll tax because we have a lot of old people like me who are living longer. Yes. Who would be entitled to longer Social Security. Remember, when, when this was passed, the average person was not expected to live past 65 to collect. Right. And that so their was, entire idea, it was, it was what you're talking about is, an, is the ultimate Ponzi scheme from the beginning. The Social Security? Absolutely. Yeah, it was the ultimate yeah. Ponzi scheme from the beginning. We're going to take money from these people. We're going to put it in this little little fund. They're never going to see it, but they're going to think that they're always going to get it. That, that they think they have a right. It's out there. If they can just pass that hurdle, which very few people were doing. At that time. <laughs> at that time. Right. Then they're going to be able to receive it. No, it totally was. It was totally a way of getting money. But at least in the early years, they did segregate the money. Mm-hmm. It actually was a trust fund. Yes, it it was a trust fund until it got pulled and everybody started liquidating it. Well, until they decided that they could give a government IOU and borrow the money. It's still a trust fund. Yes. It's just full of government IOUs. Instead of actual money. Instead of other assets. You know, uh, you don't want to keep just money. You want to invest it. And that's like, you know, the fellow in Peru, he said, okay, you know, we're going to make it so that it, Actually, the money goes into a fund that mm-hmm. participates in the market, and they get like 50% to 100% more in benefits in the neighboring countries with the same amount, back with less money going in. Why? Because the other countries are giving them, you know, a very tiny return. Yeah. And so, so what we're talking about is a system which allows us to do something by a Pushing a button, you can literally send that money to any of these accounts, to credit cards, to whatever. So you're not adding an administrative burden. People fill out a form at the end, beginning of each year. Mm-hmm. It applies to people with valid Social Security numbers. Now, that should ring a bell for many of your listeners because be, yes, yes. because <laughs> a lot of people that are here illegally do not have valid Social Security numbers. And they also, at this point, are paying almost no taxes. Right. So under this system, everyone who's here, whether they're an immigrant, legal or illegal, whether they're a visitor, mm-hmm. they'd pay taxes no matter what. Taxes. You go to Europe <clears throat> when you make a purchase. What yeah. do you pay? You pay their value-added tax. Yeah, you pay their VAT tax, tax for sure, yeah. Huh? Yes, you definitely because, pay their VAT tax. <laughs> whether you, and, and you can do this thing, and I've tried it twice just for fun. Mm-hmm. You can at the airport, when you leave, you keep your receipts. Right. And they have this whole big booth, or they did in Heathrow. Mm-hmm. And you go up there and you get these forms and you fill them in and you put your receipts in the, the envelope. And the idea is, since you're not a resident, they'll refund your VAT tax. Did now, you the last get anything time, back? No, the last time I did it was in 85. Yeah. And I'm still waiting. See, that's the thing. I did it in, uh, what was it, 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. I went over there, and it was at Heathrow. And uh, they had the big booth and everything still. And I was just like, no. Nah, <laughs> I'm not going to worry about this. Well, I, like, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. What is this, like 50 bucks? Nah. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't even that back for me. But I wanted to do it just to see what happened. Yeah, you wanted to see so, how it would work. You never got it back. Actually, never you know, got the it only back. thing I got back from that was a scam. <laughs> I got a scam call later on. And really? that's what, yeah, that's what got me. I got a scam call later on. And that was, that, that's what got me, got me later on. They were saying that they're from Ireland and all this other stuff. Anyway, you know, what's not a scam. 
Charity Magnets. See, Charity Magnets is designed and produced with beautiful, high-quality products. They're they're for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. See, what they do, a lot of their sales, uh, for each sale, a donation is made to the Cancer for Kids, uh, for the Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer. You know, it always screws me up when I say that. Um, Which is an organization that's given more than uh, $2.5 million in donations. Uh, CharityMagnets.com. Or dot uh, com and charitymagnets.org. You use the promo code MOJO and you get five dollars off. Five dollars off any of the purchases. They have more than just magnets. They've got keychains. They've got badges. They've got window screens. They've got a ton of stuff. Go to charitymagnets.com. Figure out what it is. Use the promo code MOJO. M O J O. Get five dollars off on the purchase. Steve, I've got a. Uh, this is the one thing I have to hit it before we hit the break. Before I sure. say goodbye to you. To me and to many libertarians telling us that you are going to give people under a certain income a check every month nope. based upon no, what no, their average no. based upon what let their average stop. sales are. Let me stop you. Okay. It's everyone, not people yeah. under there's okay, no means testing. Every every American. Everyone, but you know that who's gonna valid, spend a certain thing, right? Well, it doesn't matter. You're gonna get it, I'm gonna get it, as well as the fellow who's you know, making minimum wage at Walmart. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Everybody gets it. Because again, what we're trying to do, I know you want to say this, yeah, but yeah. what you're try- we're trying to do is make it as simple as we can to collect a tax and eliminate all of the other crap that goes along with the income tax. I completely understand that. How is it not a universal basic income? Because it's used to pay taxes on purchases that they make. Now, is that part of a universal basic income? Because it increases their, in most cases, Mm -hmm. the lower income people, when you eliminate the payroll tax, you Mm -hmm. actually will give them like an income, a family making 35 grand a year. Right. They'll they'll actually have increased their ability to consume Mm -hmm. by about $2,000. By about $2,000. Because they'll have that much extra. Gotcha. I have to say yes. To me and to many people, it is still a universal basic basic income. But Steve Hayes, it's been a pleasure having you. I'd love to have you back to dive in a little bit deeper. Thank you, sir. You have a great night. Thank you very much, Steve. Appreciate it. Appreciate the tips. Yes, sir. (laughs) Let's be honest. Wheelchairs are heavy, bulky, and ugly. If you carry a wheelchair in your car to take care of a loved one, you know how hard it is getting that clunky, old-style wheelchair in and out of your car. Introducing the Feather Chair Wheelchair. At 13 pounds, it's the world's lightest wheelchair. It folds in seconds and fits neatly in your trunk, backseat, or closet, so you can take it everywhere. And it's only available right here. Order yours today and get a free wheelchair case a $50 value yours free the feather chair the world's lightest wheelchair is just $4.99 with easy payments as low as $16 a month sorry no medicare or insurance accepted so call right now to order yours 800-823-5826 800-823-5826 that's 800-823-5826 G'day mates, Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. 
Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's the wild hair now! Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Doc? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. And we're back with Defenders Live. Ah, gotcha. Still the best of. Merry Christmas. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Welcome back, guys. Everybody there. Let's see. Oh. Big thanks to Steve Hayes uh, from Fairtax.org. Uh, you can go check out their information there, Fairtax.org. By the way, a couple key points. We've got hooded sweaters, guys. Zip up hooded sweaters. It's on the website right now. It's got the Eagle logo on the back, the D-O-A-E on the front. Go check it out. I love them. I ordered two of them, for my one for myself and one for my wife already. Um because I'm really excited. They're fleece lined and then there's a lighter version of it. So it's a little less expensive. It's a lighter material, like a windbreaker type of type of sweater. It's really nice. Go find them, go check them out. Uh, one other thing I have been talking to Dylan is on the down low. Been talking to Dylan, man, is he raring to go? He's got a few things to clear up. He's got a couple things just to kind of work out. Man said, keep, keep, Dylan and his family in your prayers. He will be coming back, God willing. Hopefully, by the beginning of the next year. If not, it'll be very soon afterwards. Anyway, on to bigger and worse things. By that, I mean over to France. You see, here's the headline. Police deploy armored vehicles, tear gas, against protesters. Hundreds have been detained. The streets of Paris were filled with thousands of protesters again on Saturday in what became, uh, what has become French President Emmanuel Macron. Every time, I, every time I see his name, I just want a cookie. I want a cookie. I don't know why. Biggest challenge as the demonstration grows more intense. It's the fourth rally of the Gilets jaunes, or yellow vests. I don't know if I even said that right. I just threw some French accent in there and kind of prayed for the best there. Protesters wearing fluorescent yellow jackets requiring the French law to be in every vehicle. Let me see. The unrest started in November. We already know all that. The anger and everything over the uh, gas prices going up and the oil taxes and everything else. About 8,000 police officers were on the ground in Paris, nearly twice as many as last week. They made hundreds of preventative, preventative. 
arrests, following orders to engage with and remove violent demonstrators instead of avoiding direct confrontation as they did last week. Near the Arc de Triomphe, police fired tear gas and grenade, uh, tear gas grenades and water cannons to push back demonstrators instead of retreating. Wait, these racists, they've used tear gas. Who's going to stop them? <sighs> instead of retreating, protesters moved closer once the smoke cleared. The scent of tear gas wafted through the streets. Just like the smell of urine in France. It wafts through the streets. Video showed protesters being searched by law enforcement for objects that could be used in battle. More than 1,300 people were taken into custody. Um, let me see. Some masked protesters torched barricades and threw rocks in uh, Grand's Boulevard shopping district <sighs> across the country. Police. And okay, we get it. We get it. Listen, guys, this isn't a necessarily conservative movement. Um, it is a movement against larger government and dictatorial relations and socialist activities. But we do have to keep in mind these people have gone completely violent. Um, and at this point, uh, basically, they're no better than Antifa. Um, nonviolent protest is always the best protest. The reason why nonviolent protest is always the best protest is very straightforward. Um, it's very simple. Nonviolent protest means that if somebody hurts you, they look like they're idiots and they look like the assholes. Not you. You look like you're sitting there peaceably. You look like you are doing the right thing and being a civil, a civil servant. They look like the dictatorial dicks. Couple of those for you guys. Anyway, um, from France. We move from France to Italy, a little bit closer, a little bit to the Mediterranean. Give a little bit of that flair. And by flair, I mean there's been six dead and dozens injured in a stampede. In a stampede at a disco. In a stampede at a disco that had people seeing stars and lights. Because what somebody believed was pepper spray. Got sprayed into the crowd. See, the stampede occurred at the Lanterna Azura in Madonna del Piano di Coronado. Near uh, Ancona, a city at the uh, Adrian Coast, east of Florence during a concert. For an Italian refer, uh, rapper, Sfera Abasta. That's a good name, guys. That is that is a hard rapper name. Sfera Abasta. That's good times. I love it. Witnesses uh, said that panic ensued when an acrid smell started permeating the disco between midnight and 1 a.m. local time, according to the Italian news agencies. Some compared it to mace or pepper spray. The police officials said they were not ready to confirm those details. By Saturday evening, there were conflicting reports about numbers injured and everything like that. The Associated Press and others jumping at the chance to be the first in line to say something about what's going on. The six people who died 
They included five minors and one adult. The adult identified as uh, somebody that we're not going to talk about. Um, went to the concert with her daughter. The daughter survived, according to the Italian news agency. So that's good. The daughter survived. That's nice. All six who died were crushed after they fell on the ground and were after they were pushed to the ground by the stampede and then trampled. Because that's what happens to a herd of people who are high and on drugs and at a disco when something bad happens. You mix drugs and dancing and stupidity and alcohol with somebody getting pepper sprayed in the face and a whole bunch of people run around screaming in Italian and suddenly you have a stampede. Thank you, Dylan. Speaking Italian like a native. I know. It's like I was there or from there. It's, you know, like my parents or family came from Italy or something. Maybe. I don't know. Like French gangsters in Canada? Are there French gangsters in Canada? Does Canada have French gangsters? Oh, I've got to look at this. I've got to look this up. That's going to be... Oh, come on. (sighs) That's okay. That's all right. In lieu of our next story, I want to bring this up really quickly. Saveyourheart.com. Saveyourheart.com was started for one specific purpose. To save your heart, dummy. You see, arteries are very flexible, but over time your heart beats. And every time your heart beats, it actually stiffens the muscle just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. It's the same thing that happens to every muscle in your body. It gets stiff and stiff and stiff and stiff and stiff until you no longer can use it. And then it becomes painful and swells. (laughs) And then it gets filled up with things like plaque. At least your arteries do. (sighs) And you know, your body's not getting enough nutrition. To make sure that your heart can pump properly. So what have they done? Well, over at SaveYourHeart.com, they're going to pump your heart up. You you guys get it, the joke. You guys get the joke. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So they have, it's a supplement system okay it's a supplement system over at saveyourheart.org they've got supplement formulas essential therapies from the Pauling's essential therapy formula basically this this has helped thousands and thousands of heart patients make sure that their heart their blood pressure that everything about them is right on track this keeps this keeps your heart regular pumping properly keeps them clean keeps your blood pressure down your blood sugar down it helps you help yourself and live a whole lot longer so that you can one day collect those IRS uh, IRS taxes. Use the coupon code MOJO and get 10% off. Coupon code MOJO, 10% off. By the way, they have a six bottle guarantee. If you, one bottle is lasting a whole month. If you, as an individual, use it for six months and you don't see any any progress they'll refund all of your money 100% money back guarantee for six full months once again that's saveyourheart.com 
SaveYourHeart.com. Speaking of saving your heart, see, a 36-year-old man was suffering from chronic heart failure. And recently, by the way, you guys have to go. To, I'm not going to put the picture up because it's not really a family show, but it, I, you got to go to the site. Okay, go to the site and actually look this up. He coughed up a blood clot that looks exactly like the bronchial tubes in his lungs. He was a transplant... uh, 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 So, George Weisselthaler, a transplant and pulmonary surgeon in the University of California, San Francisco, told The Atlantic, quote, we were astonished. It is a it is a curiosity you can't imagine. I mean, this is very, very, very rare. For the New England Journal of Medicine, the man was an ICU patient at the University of San Francisco Medical Center being treated for end-stage heart failure. Go to SaveYourHeart.com, SaveYourHeart.com, use the promo code MOJO, 10% off. <laughs> During the week of the patient's hospitalization, the man had periodic episodes of coughing, which progressed to one extreme coughing fit when he suddenly expelled an unusual clot. After being supplied oxygen via a tube, the man's coughing ceased two days later, leading to the removal of the tube. Unfortunately, even though the coughing ceased, his health looked to uh, to take a turn for the worse. Despite the doctor's best efforts and the assistance of a ventric- uh, vent- uh, ventricle device, the man did die of heart failure a week later. Probably because he had clots in multiple other areas. But the man had so much buildup. So many problems. That he literally coughed up what looked to be a part of his lung. My father has experience with this. Just saying. It's not pretty. It's just not right. It's not right. But you know what is right? Right on game. You go to rightongame.com. Use the promo code MOJO. You get 10% off the brand new game. See, right on game is a very political game, but it's to make sure it's a party game that pokes fun of political correctness and liberalism run amok. Let's face it. Liberals are offended by literally everything. And they have zero sense of humor, but making fun of them is incredibly hilarious for the rest of us. So, play right on. Mock the progressive left and their fake news counterparts and variety of categories such as race hustler, wussification of America, earth snobs, Islam abomination. Hollywood hypocrisies, campus coding, feminism folly, rainbow games, and millennial entitlement, and so much more. Why? Why did they make this game? They made this game because mocking the left feels so right. And it's very true. And listen, guys, for Christmas, for the holidays, if you get the game, okay? Once again, get the game. And take a video of you playing it with your friends, your liberal family members, and whatnot. And if you do that, Christmas video contest will be in place from January, uh, from December 22nd to January 2nd. You can go 
and you could win an Amazon Echo Show. That's $130 value. And an Amazon gift card for $25 to go buy something else. Go ahead and make the video. They'll be posting up soon where you can post that because it's not going to just be right on dot game, uh, right on, right on dot com that, that judges this. It's going to be Mojo team as well. And by the way, the Mojo guys are going to be playing this game and getting drunk while doing it. Go check it out. Right on game.com. Mojo 5 0 for the discount. Speaking of dying, what is going on with this? All right. Google software engineer 22 found dead in New York headquarters report. A male employee was discovered on uh, dead on Friday in Google's headquarters in the Chelsea neighborhood of New York City. The man who I will not name was 22 was found on the sixth floor of the building unconscious and unresponsive at 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday by the uh, as reported on the, in the New York Post he was pronounced dead on the scene his body did not appear to show any signs of trauma police sources told the New York Post he does not have a history of substance abuse problems or any medical issues medical examiners will determine the cause of his death the man worked as a software engineer for the tech giant since August so he hasn't even been there that long his LinkedIn pro, uh, page stated he lived in the West Village. I gotta say, between mocking the left and then having Google employees die when they're working and they've only been there for three months, I gotta say, I gotta say, something fishy is going on at the Googles. I'm not gonna go all Matt Locke on you and get all conspiracy theories. I'm just saying. The Googles own everything. Trust me on that. By the way, if anybody ever says trust me on that, don't trust them on that. That's bad. That is a bad advice. Never trust them on anything when somebody says trust me on this. All right. So speaking of conspiracy theories, this is what I want to talk to you guys about. There's a Texas man. This man, which by the way, looks freaking ugly and crazy as all get out has admitted to kidnapping 79 people just to anally probe them while disguised as an alien 73 year old arnold white was arrested after a joint investigation led by the fbi the el paso sheriff's office and the el paso police department originally interrogated about four crimes committed in the region uh, in the region in the 1990s, the retired trucker confessed a total of 79 kidnappings across California, Nevada, New Mexico, anybody, New Mexico, and Texas over a period of 40 years. Mr. White confessed to using a mix of hallucinatory drugs containing LSD and PCP to subdue his victims before approaching them and carrying them inside his truck. Does anybody else have, like, I just... It's got jello pudding. And you put the, the PCP <laughs> and the LSD. No, okay, no. And uh, it's not good. Not good for anybody there. So, um, yeah, it's a terrible, ter- terrible. Um, I-, I can't do it. Anyway, 
In order to confuse his victims even more, he had set up inside of his truck a lookalike operation room and he wore an alien costume. This man is epically wrong. There's something so horribly wrong with this man, but this makes for the best story in a long time. FBI spokesman Daryl Johnson described the abuse that the accused afflicted to his victims as extremely disturbing. He would... He would uh, insert his fingers and objects into various body cavities. Uh, He uh, had even created his own sex toy designs that uh, look like alien tools and uh, medical instruments. According to Mr. Johnson, most of the victims were loners and marginals. In fact, a fact that helped Mr. White evade arrest for so long. He chose victims who were gullible and might fall for his traps. Traps. Oh, so good. Uh, Several of his victims were actually UFO investigators he found hanging out around Area 51 in Roswell. Well, no duh. No duh, Mr. Johnson. No duh. Arnold White now faces a total of 347 criminal charges, including several charges of kidnapping, aggravated sexual assault by the use of drugs, oral copulations by anesthesia or controlled substances, assaults with intent to commit sexual offenses, and possession of controlled substances. He face he could face a term of more than 382 years to life. If to no, 382 years to life, it is like, okay, he's not going to live that much longer. He's already 73. Life is literally anywhere between tomorrow and 20 years down the road. Why don't you just, he's in Texas, guys. Just hang him for it. I mean, he's not going to survive like 10 years. Just hang him for it. Don't pay for the food. You know, this is a great story. This is horrible. Horrible. He should never, never, never done this. But at the same point in time, it makes for good, good radio. The 73-year-old was denied bail this morning and will remain in detention until the beginning of his trial in January. I'm sure they're keeping him heavily sedated. Tell the story like Shatner would tell it. Oh, if I'd have even thought about telling this like Shatner would have told it. Oh, gosh. I love my dad so much. It's... uh, So much, so much. Oh, goodness. What is going on? I just can't... I'm, I'm... You guys are so great. Mr. Johnson, tell the story like Shatner... How about uh, how about how that Second Amendment work for, works for us? Yeah, I mean that Second Amendment works great for us. It isn't working here for that second. Yeah, no, no, not great, not great at all. But <laughs> oh, check this out, guys! <laughs> Before we go. 
scammers pretending to be university cops are asking students for nudes. That's right, students. Scammers in Kansas claiming to be Fort Hayes Student University Police are asking students to send them nude videos to prove you don't have drugs on your person. The actual FHSU police posted a statement on Friday from Ford County Sheriff's Office telling students, obviously, to not give in to the demands of the caller. Quote, the caller says they're with the Fort, uh, Fort Hayes police and may, give the number of, uh, and may give the number of an officer Lopez or may not tell you a name. They ask that you go to a private location so you have a confidential conversation. Then they ask you to, uh, ask that you search for FHSU police on Google to see that the phone number matches the caller ID. The caller appears to come from the, FA, uh, the FHSU police number. Eventually... They tell you that your name has come up in an investigation and your per- your personal information has been compromised, possibly being used fraudulently. They may refer to drug investigations and state of origins in the investigation of the Dominican Republic. They will ask for personal account information. They may ask you to send a video, including one of yourself, in the nude. And they state that this is so that they can verify you don't have any drugs in your room. Or in your person. But if you're in somebody else's room or if you're in a confidential area, you're not in your room. So how are they going to know? I mean, this is where I need somebody else with me. Dylan, I need you back, dude. I need you back. We could do a phone call simulation right now. I mean, how's it going to go? You know, hello. Uh, yes, this is the, uh, the, 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 the FSU police. Um, your name has come up in a, uh, uh, in an investigation and, um, work. Uh, can you, uh, can you find a confidential place to go and then we can talk? Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. Okay. Let me just ask you a question. Do you know anybody in, uh, the Dominican Republic? Um, no. Well, it seems. Seems like your name has been showing up a lot in the Dominican Republic, and we're just uh, trying to investigate and make sure there's no fraud or anything like that. Let me ask you a question. You got any drugs on you? Um, I thought this was about fraud. Do you have any drugs on you, sir? No. Uh, well, I, I, just, I just can't take your, take your word for it. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and take off your clothes, and uh, you're going to have to send me a couple of selfies. And uh, possibly a video. Um, make sure you uncover all areas because uh, this is going to be a strip search uh, via phone. Strip search via phone. I'm going to need about 10 different angles. And uh, you're going to have to give me all you got. I want to see the full Monty. <sighs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's almost as good. That's almost as good of a story as the guy abducting people, pretending to be a uh, an alien. I just how stupid do these people think everybody is? I mean, I get it. Not all of us are the top line, but I mean, if you're going to university and you're, uh, I don't know. Actually, I can't say that. 
millennials in university currently, if you call, if you get a phone call from anybody, remember the phone number can be faked. Google has this wonderful thing about it. Um, they can come up with any number. It doesn't matter what number it is. They can come up with a number, pull it out of literally anywhere, and you can enter a number and say that it's yours as long as you have a way to 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 set up the contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, Erica. The, the, the alien costume guy that's going to jail for like 7,000 years. Yeah, that guy wins the night. He wins the night. But, I mean, come on, guys. Really. Ladies, young ladies out there, if you get a phone call up from anybody asking you to take nudes and send it to them, don't. Ever. I don't care if you're on Tinder. I don't care if you're on whatever new dating app is out there. In this hookup community and what's going on in society today, everybody is socially awkward. And that means however they can get it, they will have a, they will look for a chance to get it and then you know what it's wrong it's wrong don't send it ladies these guys can get nudes anywhere they want they don't need yours and you don't want that attention anyway thank you folks for joining me for another Saturday night it has been amazing love you all Have a great night, folks. Bye-bye. the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Biden is promising federal support to help those victimized by winter tornadoes that tore through Kentucky and seven other states. After a helicopter tour to view miles of tornado devastation in Mayfield, Kentucky firsthand, President Biden met with local officials. I'm here to listen. The president went on to Dawson Springs, a Kentucky town of 3,000 people that was the hometown to Kentucky Governor Andrew Bashir's father. To me, this was always a safe place. Bad things did not happen here until Saturday. Amid the roar of chainsaws, Biden talked with residents whose houses had the windows and roofs torn off and walked past mounds of felled trees and debris six feet high. The scope and scale of this destruction is almost beyond belief. The president pledged that federal aid would continue to flow to help the region recover from weekend storms that spawned more than 30 tornadoes and killed dozens of people. I'm Jennifer King. An appeals court denied the Biden administration's termination of the Remain in Mexico asylum policy. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Under the policy in question, migrants seeking asylum in the U.S. must stay in Mexico as they await immigration hearings. Three Fifth Circuit Court judges said the Biden administration's move to end the policy was arbitrary and violated a federal immigration statute. The White House opposes the Remain in Mexico policy and views it as inhumane. But a spokeswoman says the administration will continue to enforce the policy even though it disagrees with it. Greg Clugston, the White House. The Port of Los Angeles is on track to move a record volume of import cargo this year. Officials at the nation's busiest port expect to hit the new mark, even as they struggle to clear a backup of ship traffic 
and ease supply chain snarls that have been blamed for product shortages and higher shelf prices. On Wall Street, that out by 383 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to mypillow.com. And don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At preparewithmojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Preparewithmojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, preparewithmojo50.com is the answer. Preparewithmojo50.com. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. Brother Maynard, bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Please, sir. Three. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. are listening to a very special best of Defenders Live. No, seriously, there really is a best of. What do you mean you don't believe me? It's real, I'm telling you. It's every bit as real as Santa Claus. Yes, we will. You insist, we'll do it that way. Yeah, I think that works. We'll, we'll, okay. Well, that's right. it. What? What? No, are you, is that not? Is that a problem? I mean, no, it's not a problem. I, I just honestly, that was not. I hadn't even looked at. That but it's one. funny. No, it is. It's really good. It is. I give you that. I just, I was <laughs> going to go a different route there. I was thinking, I was torn between two other completely different ones, but that's fine. We'll, we'll go with that. Hi guys. Hi everybody. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Greetings and salutations. Merry <laughs> happy those, turns of the day. <laughs> all those things. Oh yeah. By the way, guess what?
Yay and verily she was sick and now she is saved and she is healed and here to tell of her tale her oh, near death experience and miming almost cuz i lo- no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> guys are you there i can't see i'm blind i've lost yeah, my left pinky toe symptom blindness temporary blindness <laughs> temporary blindness Ah, nose blind. You so, went nose blind for sure. So I you, you did. I'm still not fully nose regular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to work that I out. Don't I don't know. That's not a. That's a little off. There. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you did. You, you are officially a statistic now, right? I know. You are know. part of I'm the ninety nine point seven percent. Congratulations. Good job. Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's, I worked really hard to be one of the. 99.7. One of yeah. the numbers, yeah. One of those numbers. Yeah. At exactly. least you're not the point three percent the recovered numbers. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, you're not one of the point three percent. The alternative job. would be kind of crappy. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. So. so, okay. Everybody wants to know, because mm. let's be honest, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You're like the, the closest connection person I know that had yep. it. That is, is had supposed confirmed case of yep. COVID. So... I was lying. It's not a confirm. It's just supposed. You just didn't want to preach last week. And you're just like, this is my only out. This is all I can do. You know what? Everyone else is using it. I might as well do it. Yeah. You got sick. Keith had to stay home and quarantine. (laughs) He wanted a vacation and. Mm -hmm. Which he didn't even get a vacation, did he? Because he was still on the the do it everything else. Just satellite. Yeah. Now, just satellite, yeah, just working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who's, I mean, let's be honest, if I if you have to work, who doesn't want to work from home? Well, it depends. I would love to work from home. It I depends. Would. That's true. Depends if, on what we're doing. If you're, where. If you're from a, home for the most part yeah. right now, like during COVID mm-hmm. um, and not during personal COVID, but just like the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. During the real COVIDs. Good save. During the real COVIDs. Um, and there are real benefits to working at home, mm-hmm. but there, it's also really nice to go in. Away. Like I go in a couple times a week to record or, or mm-hmm. whatever and, and, uh, or, you know, in-person worship when I'm allowed. And, um, and so, uh, it's really nice to, to be there just, you know, change of scenery. Right. Yeah. That does make sense. That makes coworkers makes perfect sense. But really, did you test did you test the severity of nose blindness? Yes. Like how severe are we talking? Like, did were you able like go to a place where you could not stand the smell and just it didn't affect you or what? Yep. Yep. So, okay. I don't know how like TMI, like not nah, do it. Go on. Hey, we've had Izzo on the show. There's, there's no nothing thing. you can nothing. do. It's really yeah. an open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing <laughs> pretty that, open for him. Bar here. is really high. You're okay. yeah. You'll never reach it. I promise. Uh-uh. Okay. So <laughs> not so with your background. Tuesday, Tuesday night, you know, I was, I was on and I said, Oh, I've got this stuff. No stuff. nose, like a little bit of a cold coming mm-hmm. on. And we talked yep. about, Oh, yeah. drink this, 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 mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And that was fine. Well, that evening I had had asparagus for dinner. Mm-hmm. And so after the show, I got ready for bed and I was climbing in bed and I went, Oh, that's weird. I guess, I guess I just didn't really, you know, the asparagus didn't affect me like it normally does. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, 
I understand it, completely. completely. Yes, yes, got it. Okay. Right like, there with you. Check. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, like you can, there, I was going to say, there are supposedly, there's certain ways you can have asparagus, certain age of asparagus, that kind of thing, that it doesn't have and there's also like, there are so certain people that actually do not have the gene to where it makes it smell. Yes, that's true too. So like the, it, you know, really? you never yes. know. You there, never know. there's a small percentage of people that do not have that. They can eat asparagus all they want and it doesn't change it. Nice. Wow. I always crack up when I'm, when I forget that I've eaten asparagus and then I go and pee and I'm like, whoa, oh, that's right. <laughs> that was really strong. You're, oh. in a, you're in a public bathroom. Forget this. You're with somebody oh, walking out here. Oh my God. Somebody. Whoa. <laughs> and you are the somebody, but you I think forget. they scared themselves. That's hilarious. So I just, I was like, well, that's weird. So then I got up in the middle of the night to pee and, uh, and I washed my hands and I thought, well, that's weird. I don't smell my soap. And then I went, huh? Oh, huh? So then I went back to sleep and I got up in the morning and then I started testing everything like <laughs> essential oils. Can I taste my soap. coffee? Hmm. I, well, and that was one of the things I, I was like, this does, I can't taste this really. Huh. And it's my APR. <laughs> my, and you want to taste yeah. it. I want to taste it. Well, one of my favorite things of getting the APR coffee is opening a new bag yes. of the George Washington Carver and just <sighs> mm-hmm. the wafting. Smelling it. Yes. I mean, I take a big whiff, like even when it's an already open bag, I'll, I will just, you know, that's like part of my coffee routine, like yep. smelling all the beans. And <laughs> so I couldn't, it was weird. Um, and so I was just testing everything and, and I, I texted Keith and I was like, Hey, so I can't smell or taste anything. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm going to go in for a test. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I, I I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If I woke up tomorrow and couldn't taste anything, I'm going to, well, I might now, but I would not have thought for a second. Well, I imagine really would like the, the symptom du jour though. Like that's been my pillow. There was a, (laughs) he actually had a feather on the back of his neck. Feather on your back. I'm molting. Yeah. I'm molting. Leave me alone thing. That's awesome. So, um, (laughs) we're not here to talk about my molting problems. We're here to talk about you surviving COVID. (laughs) Yes. So I couldn't, uh, or I knew I had heard like, um, no smell, no taste, no smell, no taste. That's like a sign right now of COVID. Yeah. It's it's weird how there are just different symptoms that pop up at different times. Mm-hmm. I had not run a fever at all. No. So I was like, well, okay. So I went in and the nurse practitioner, she's so funny. She came in um, after my test got done and she said, so have you been directly exposed to COVID? And I said, not that I know of. And she said, well, cause you're positive. <laughs> It was like, well, thanks. Well, but why would you? Why would you ask? I was going to say, that's a kind of a weird question to ask because in this day and age with the way everything's going. Right. I mean, you're not going to knowingly put yourself in front of it. Mm-hmm. I would I think. I have no clue when I'm exposed to the flu. That's what I was getting ready to say. But you never know the flu. You never know when you get the cold. You never know, you know, and anything. And we've all been that parent 
where you, you know, take your kid to a birthday party, you come home and a couple hours later they spike a fever and you go, oh crap. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that they had strep and you took them to a birthday party and you didn't realize it until you have to call the parents and say, hey, guess what? I'm (laughs) sorry. And then you could trace it back. Yeah, there's no way of tracing this back. And and Weren't we talking about this the other day, COVID parties? Yes. Yes. We, we, we briefly just have COVID parties. We just briefly bounced that around anyway, yeah. but you were like, but, and, and, and just for the, the clarity you, of you things. have a grimace on your face <laughs> when we said that she's like chicken pox parties. It's not funny. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> she still's not, she's not into it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I am, I am not, I'm not at all. Like I wasn't, um, I, I, I talked to someone you can't say that you were asymptomatic because you had symptoms. I was. I felt like I had a head cold or allergies. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I felt the exact same as I do when I have a cold or allergies. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that stinks, but you know, it's getting to be cold and flu season. So that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Cold. That's why I'm saying. I don't know if, if, uh, if I were to suddenly come down with no smell and no taste, I probably during this time of year. Right now, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, it's just a cold. It's just, it's, it's just whatever. something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as long as I'm not, as long as, as long as a little temperature thing when I go into work doesn't ding, I'm gonna be at work, and it is what it is. You know, right? that's how right. it goes. Well, and so I, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, and <clears throat> I felt bad because uh, I had been praying. Well, I didn't, as I told my congregant, I love her, but I had prayed with this congregant on Sunday and we were mm-hmm. a little closer than six feet. Right. I called her and I said, Hey, you know, I, I have to let you know, I tested positive and, and I was in close proximity with you 24 hours before my symptoms started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to let you know, you know, for this whole quarantine thing, whatever I said, but you know, and I'm really sorry if I exposed you to COVID, but I just can't apologize for praying with you. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. you realize what that was, right? That phone call was, right? Hmm. That's that's the same type of phone call that people go. I'm. I just called and let you know that I tested oh. positive for AIDS <laughs> for HIV. It's and the we, same uh, call. We uh, did the. Yeah, I was you know. there praying with you, and you got COVID. It's the same thing as yeah. When last week when we were doing the do, yeah, yeah I found out well, I have uh, you AIDS. know the thing. Uh, you might want to go get yourself tested. <laughs> that's. That's what it it's leads. the go get oh tested. Gosh. I love you, but go get tested. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I just it just popped into my head. I'm sorry. That's it's, funny. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But so, it's true. so I, I just none of my symptoms were bad. None of them were um, horrendous. the The weirdest one was no smell, no taste, and they said, you know, that can last four to six weeks. And I'm already starting to get it back. So Yay. I started getting my smell and taste back the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of bizarre, but, mm-hmm. uh, and I, it's not everything, but we, I tested no chemicals, no soaps, n- fingernail polish. I still can't smell fingernail polish. Um, that's a good, thing. let me think here. Uh, my dog's breath couldn't, that's smell a really good, she, that's a great thing. That's a- well, and the, the funny thing is, is that she gets really gassy if she has eggs. There's don't we all <laughs> wait, wait, Sorry. wait, that's not a, don't we all? that's a normal thing, right? I thought that was a normal <laughs> thing going on. I didn't think that that was just dogs. Mm. I, I thought that yeah, was, I thought it was everybody. That's people, especially deviled eggs. Yeah. That's, that's why they're well, deviled. It's <laughs> one of the, they taste delicious. They, 
have a, a terrible ending. That's that's all that no, is. That's I, why they're deviled. I, no, I personally come from the understanding that they, they smell the same way they do going in as they do coming out. Oh, no, it's definitely not. It is to me. Oh, that's weird. It is to me. That oh, is the most nasty. Deviled eggs to me are the nastiest things next to eggnog. I can't. I can't do it. And My got, dad loved them. I've God got, bless his I've heart. I've got some eggnog in the fridge. I know. Mm. I, I do too. I, so good. My dad loved egg until the day he died. He was a devil egg eating fool, but yeah. you can't do it. Huh? I can't do it. Uh, right. You know, to each their own. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, yeah, so, Cause I so tried. The dog, I said, you know, mm-hmm. she had had some scrambled egg yeah. that day. And I said, she really should be sleeping with me tonight. And sure enough, <laughs> she didn't sleep with me, but sure enough, she woke my daughter up a couple times with her smell. <laughs> I, I don't and you were like i don't i don't get anything because i also couldn't tell like if i stunk you know yeah. like if my underarms if i needed more deodorant or something because i couldn't smell my deodorant i couldn't smell my own self. scent it was yeah. weird that is weird. it could be weird i guess I, although <clears throat> i would just always err on the side of caution there yeah i do i did so you're saying just be sure yeah, <laughs> to a degree. Oh my gosh! Oh yes. I mean, it's not like it's arid under there. That's so. true. You want to make sure you're smelling like you know Irish Spring. That's right. Oh, we could go on and on and on, wow. but we're not going to. The the weirdest side effect that I didn't realize I had until until I realized I had it was, um, which I know that's, um, I didn't have any notable loss of energy or lack of energy. Right. Um, which was good because I've heard of people just like having absolutely no energy. What was weird was that I didn't, I couldn't mentally focus on anything. Uh. I felt like, a zombie as far as that goes. Cause I thought, well, I'm home and I'm not really working, working. So COVID made you ADD. maybe I can get some, some, a lot of reading done or a lot of, you know, whatever, but it, it not possible. It was weird. I would start, if I concentrated on anything too hard, like I would still do my morning devotions. And at the end I'd kind of have a headache because I was concentrating. Yeah. You were so. forcibly concentrating instead of just like <laughs> passively. Yes, I'm doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to, or if people so kindly were texting me and checking up on me and, and I had to concentrate to try to answer back. <laughs> so, really? So you're saying that it did actually have a cognitive issue. Yeah, it did. Which surprised me. Or I'm mm. just a ding bad. It could have been that too. Play when I'm sick. Well, no, no. So that's the funny thing. You, you say that, but um, apparently uh, in the younger generations that have had it, they're saying that after they got COVID, and this has been like multiple people now, they got COVID months ago, and it's now months later, and these ladies haven't had a visit. Really? Hmm. Really. Interesting. Right? I haven't heard that. I have. I've That's seen new. multiple, That's multiple new. things of this. Huh. Where people are like, uh, it's been three we- three months and uh, not pregnant. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Weird. All I heard was one week now for bare naked ladies. It's <laughs> been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> 
cocked your head to the side and said I'm crazy. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. It's, so good. I, I know. it's all right. It's fine. It's Tuesday. This is what we're that's here for. Really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, so that that's funny that, that you would have that issue. Um, it made you ADHD. Little bit. Hmm. And I'm not fully recovered from that. It's, it's going to haunt you for Squirrel. the rest of your life. I, I tried to get like, I'm trying to catch up on emails for work. Uh-huh. And trying to get work done. And I am just like, I mean, I can do a little bit and then I have to step away. Uh-huh. I can do a little bit more then I have to step away. And it's just bizarre. So mm-hmm. small, little breaks, How little bizarre. breaks in Victor. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Dun, dun. Gosh. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. So you're just knocking him out of the park with these That's 90s right. references. Good, Good Lord. Yes. 90s and early 2000s. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> But I feel good. See that, I mean, again, like, that's good. That's good. I because <laughs> I, I, I know. Well, it, I, I, I'm convinced that I had. I don't know what I had. Mm-hmm. You, you had to have had it. Like you year. almost died. Yeah, no, and because it, it hit fast for me and hard. Something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was at work, and, and I'll never forget this. So, I, I, so Steve and I were we, we were carpooling at the time, and a roll, we rolled in. And everything was fine. That morning was fine. Yep. And by about noon, I'm I, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I mean, was it was dying. that instant. It went from just being like this to I could I couldn't keep my eyes open. I my head hurt. Everything in my body hurt. By two o'clock, I'm sitting in a chair in plastics. I'm like, write me up. I don't care. I'm not doing another thing. I'm gonna sit here until because Stephen was my ride. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna sit here until he's done. And I don't care. I don't feel good. Leave me alone. <laughs> and this was before, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And I did. I, I limped home. That was the longest drive from his house to mine mm. I'd ever been. I mean, it was, I was doing 20. Maybe, he was, he and was, I was out. I was leaning over and Minimum I was three days. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I got home and I took a shower. Uh, and I took like a I drank, like a fourth of a bottle of NyQuil and I climbed into bed under a boatload of sheets and blankets and I slept for two days and then <laughs> that woke was up. probably COVID. Well, I was gonna say, well, but when I woke up, I mean, I did wake up between that, but by, yeah. by the next day I was feeling a, a little better by day two, the end of day two, going into day three, I was, I was ready to go back to work. I was like, I'm good. I can, I can manage. I was still kind of dragging, but, and by that point it was already the weekend. So I right. made it through and and then after that, by Monday, I was like, like nothing had happened. Yeah, it didn't never happen with it. So I don't know. I, I bet that was. It's it, possible. This, is, this was what, like February-ish? No, no, no. no this no. was like January. January, January? Okay. yeah. No. Okay. Late December, early January, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, I, and you hear of reports of people saying, well, probably was over here before. February mm-hmm. or March. We just didn't really have. I mean, any- it was January, January or February, somewhere around in there, but yeah. And it was, but it was quick. And like I said, and we talked about it last night. Like I don't, I don't get the flu shot because nope. every yeah. time I've ever gotten a flu shot, I, I would be down for a very long time. Right. Um, but I, I, I so I chucked it up as just, you know, the flu. The flu. Cause mm-hmm. I will on occasion get it and then I'll be down like, just like that. I'll be down for a day okay. or two and I'm, Right back up and ready to go. And I'm guessing I've been asymptomatic. It's possible. I'm guessing. Yeah. It's possible. Been asymptomatic, which also means I don't pass it along. Right. <sighs> Good for you. 
Yeah, for you. At least you, you know, the yep. buck stops with you. That's right. Stops I- right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no. Maybe you gave it to Carrie over the phone. Over the She caught a virus off her computer. Oh, oh, oh that would have been you then. Uh, that's true. I am the AI. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, though. Like, yay, you're here. Yay, you're alive. And yay, you just... You're the good. only thing that the only thing that ever confused me though about the whole thing was the whole well you can't smell and you can't taste well yeah. they always say that most of your taste comes from smell smell anyway so if you can't smell so and you I can't could taste. taste I could taste if something was sour like like I could taste okay this is sour and it would make my jaw kind of yeah the clench I could taste if it was bitter I could taste if it was like those big the the taste the buns. really the base, powerful baselines. yeah the baselines not like sweet yeah spicy bitter like those i could taste but no nuance but yeah but you couldn't no flavor no yeah nuance you couldn't taste something and go i can taste the nutmeg and the vanilla oh, and the oh gosh no i'm i'm still struggling a little bit to do that. Uh, any of that mess well at least you didn't lose the bases right like that's that that because when i was, was hearing it i thought it was like everything well it's you know. it, it depends. So like well, one of so my, that coffee one of the that's... meals that I would eat, I would, I would slice up cucumber and put tuna on it. Uh-huh. And I, I, I liked that for the texture, like the crunchy cucumber. So I, I said, you know, I was eating and tasting the textures a ton. Uh, more than anything else. More than anything else. I was eating for texture. And I think my dad, I, Ezra, my, our son made chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, Oh, I was on the phone with my dad and, I said, oh, oh, I think I've got a cookie coming, you know, and, and he's like, if you can't taste anything, why are you putting, why are you eating anything that's bad for you? And I was like, well, but it still tastes good. I don't know how to. Because <laughs> your brain taste. Your brain can associate. I remember what this tasted like. Your, your brain associates cookie with. Mm. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I made ginger snaps and the, the texture of it was. All that good Very stuff. Very good. Yes. Well, again, it's, it's good that you 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 got it. You've made it through the the, the devils, the the lions den. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seventh level of hell. Whatever you want to. Well, you know, not that far. Whatever down. analogy you want to call it. That bad for me, and I know that it hits everyone a little differently, but. Honestly, like the flu has been way worse to experience. Yeah. For and me. you yeah. are not in the age range that it would actually be dangerous for you. No. So, I mean, it well, makes sense that it doesn't hit you as hard. And to, to, to fully uh, round you're this healthy. out. Yeah. To round all this out too. This wasn't like you were out, you know, you, you wore the masks, you did precautionary things like they've told you to do and you still got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in yeah. your face, CDC. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, again, but I, we're glad that you're better and not Me too. on Thanks. the other side of things and yes. everything Me too. else. All that just for the first half. I know. <laughs> we actually have stories coming up. Yeah. Uh, Yay. Uh, it's great. We'll get to those. It's going to be huge. Huge. All right. Huge. Right after this. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. 
I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581-877-247-1581-877-247-1581. The Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. The point I, I worry about... And there's Is there a, a point there's in a here somewhere? I was kind of hoping we yeah. get to one sooner or later, but... <laughs> Well, I, it's got. You told me I have to do three, two, one, go. What's a, the point? I have to have a conclusion at the end. Good. Well, you're I'm at the end. So, so get to that conclusion, would you? Because we're waiting. Go and three, two, one, and in summation, go. Um, we start polarizing and isolating people, and, and furthermore, with us. at the end of the day. If you can't beat them, join them. Every dog has its day. Easy come, easy go. For more of the political ramblings. Is ramblings too generous? I don't know. Maybe it's not just a rambling is good. Yeah. Okay, rambling. Weekdays, 8 Eastern, Mojo 5 Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, best of Defenders Live. Last half hour. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. You know, what that song needs is a bit more cowbell. That's... <laughs> yes, thank you. Now we can. Thank you, folks. That's it. Good night. It's, uh, done. Yes, <laughs> we're done for the night. Wrap it in a box and put it away. That's it. Oh. Cowbells done. Exactly. What more do you need? I know. It's a, that well. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Every time I try to do that, I just sound like a mentally handicapped. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, you really do a good Christopher Walken. Oh, that's yeah. Impressive. yeah, yeah, you do pretty good there. Do pretty good there. <laughs> yeah, it's just a problem that uh, eventually it bleeds just straight into straight New Yorker. It does, can, you know. which is—I well, mean, I think he's from that area. No, he's from Jersey. Well, he's, he's from, from the area. No, he's Queens, Queens, whatever. That's still New York. Same, so it's same thing. Same thing. It's in that area. <laughs> it's in that vein. <laughs> that New York. But nobody talks like him. No. No, no one. It would be funny to meet his family. Did you ever see the SNL? Yes. Where he meets all of his family and all of his family look and sound exactly like, like him. him. No, it's everybody. It, oh, yeah. No, it's... it's you it's, have to find it. It's um, Christopher Walken and his it's, family. It's Christopher Walken family reunion. It's like Christmas. I think it's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so, obviously, Chris is do, is in there as him, and he's, you know, okay. just Chris being him. talking like and, Chris. And every single... <laughs> 
uh, uh, SNL actor, actor SNL yeah. actor, and some of them from past that can that have that been actually known know for, how to do it. That, yeah, have done his voice and done it well. Mm-hmm. All come in as family. <laughs> Like even, 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 even the females are doing female versions of Christopher Walken. Yes. 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 That is awesome. It was so good. He had one guy, he had like a gay nephew and he comes out. So he's him, but with flamboyant. So it's like, <laughs> Hey, but I'm like, Hey, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I told you. No, don't, no, don't. <laughs> don't do it. I told you he's a sound handicap. It's, it's, it's not right. He just sounded like Timmy from, <laughs> from South Park there. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, okay, this I have is... it written down. <laughs> Christopher Walken family reunion. Anyway. It's a very weird paper of, of notes, though, because it's got oh, SNL, it's... Christopher Walken family, two cream cheese, squirt of sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it has the, it has the, so I, I told her how to make the cream cheese uh, pie that I made. Oh, yeah. okay. So it kind of runs all into one list. That's and... perfect. And you can call it the. The Christopher Walken family, family reunion. reunion. Yeah, it's good. That's what the, I think that's the what we need to call, call it from it. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody ever what wonders. Are you, what are you making there? Christopher Walken family reunion. <laughs> that's a really long name for a pie. It's all these different what things. What does it have to do with Christopher Walken? Not a daggone thing. Just nothing. <laughs> we were looking nothing for something outside the box. All the other good names were taken. So <laughs> Chris, we call it Chris for short. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And it was bad as every time I hear somebody do that when my brain goes, oh, I could do that. <laughs> and you want to. And I desperately want to. And then I know the moment I open my mouth and do one thing, I feel like I should be wearing a helmet and not playing sports. Oh, like it's God. that kind of bad. <laughs> It's, well, now I kind of feel like you need to do something. It's like when he does Russian. It oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a like bad my, idea. My Russian sounds nothing like Russian It whatsoever. sounds almost Middle Eastern, sort of Indian, but not quite. Actually, I, I figured it out. I think my Russian, if if I could give it an actual description, <laughs> is kind of Middle Eastern, you know, yeah. Arabic meets... Mm-hmm. Uh, German. I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say. Well, rural like Scottish. <laughs> it's just really weird. <laughs> you know, two cultures that have nothing to do with each other should never be together at all, ever for any reason. And oh, yet, so it's like the Starburst commercial of the uh, the oh, Korean yeah. the Korean Irishman. The Korean Irishman. You, you never, never saw the Starburst a commercial? Com- okay, write it down. It's another commercial. It was so funny. Because they're sitting there in front of a castle in kilts, and they're from they're Koreans, but they're, they're in from they're living and have full. They've been there apparently forever. Full, Ireland, yeah. The Irish is so funny. It's okay, good so it's the SNL Christopher Walken family <laughs> recipe Starburst Korean Irishman. There you go. But no, so it's a funny thing that you mentioned Scotland because we have a story from Scotland. We do. I was actually. Oh, it was an intentional even, segue. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. I've, it's almost like I've done this before right. for like yeah, four years. Scotland's Catholic, And I sent you the letter. Yeah, the, right, the, 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 the letter. He article. sent me a letter, guys. It was. I put this the, did you send this out earlier yes. in the week? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. I just need to find it, but yes. It's okay. So Scotland's Catholic bishops have raised concerns that the Bible could fall foul. Not foul. Foul. Foul, you say. Of controversial new hate crime legislation. Not in Scotland. In Scotland. Well, they're doing everything else out there that's weird. It's true. Uh, the Catholic Church voiced fears. It's, quote, 
understanding of the human person, including the belief uh, that sex and gender are not fluid and changeable, could be uh, could also be criminalized. I appreciate it. For, if I'm understanding this correctly, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church is saying they're worried that they're going to now be against come the under law. criminal mm-hmm. penalty. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the word of God will come under penalty. Right. Yes. Which the only thing you would really need to be worried about that is is because okay for for this to honestly be held up and right. let and now okay say the only mm-hmm, mm-hmm, un, mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm, this is obviously in an intentional way to get rid of it and in Scotland I wouldn't don't think see that, that very much that would be it is still very heavily you know Catholic ran so I well held heavier than than anywhere else. Anyway, it's like saying New York is Catholic. No, it's not. No, who the hell says that? Nobody says that. Well, Catholic, no. New York's Jewish. Let's get it right. <laughs> no, well, well, we got another story honestly, about that. Like New York, it in the in the Northeast, there were a. It was very very Catholic. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. it was, and that's true. And and I think that the a lot of the I, I don't think you're far off with the whole you know like that's like saying New York is Jewish because there are there are a lot of. Uh, Jews. Jews. Yeah, I was trying to think if I was going to be offensive there or not. No, there's <laughs> a lot of Jewish folk. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of Jews and a lot of Catholics who are of culture only. Like yeah, right. Jewish by culture, Catholic yeah. by culture. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of practicing yes. Yes. Catholics. Yeah, there's a lot of Orthodox out there. But yeah. I was going to say, like, in order for this to actually be a, a thing... A big thing to worry about it would be if they turn around and would apply this to any of the other religions across the board. You know what I mean? Because because not for nothing, Islam has the same similar no nos about homosexuality and, and everything else to the extent that they still kill them today. A lot of them do. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So yes. if if it's yeah, a bad thing. but you have to pick and choose what is the 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 bigger. Um, underling or the bigger uh see this is where my covid brain is kicking in so, <laughs> welcome to my world right that's the how adhd is. is bad uh-huh. it is struggling. so with what this is one. the more what is the more difficult uh minority to overcome or more minority aspect to overcome so right. like if i'm a woman i have that going for me but i'm not of a different race than you're still white. white. Yeah. I'm still white. And so that I have against me. Um, I am American, so I have that against me. But Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. I were like from another country here, even if I were white, I would still benefit from being a foreigner. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with it. I just, I don't know. There's a part of me that, that I get where they're coming from. Like this is, this is they're they're just sounding the alarm that this could possibly become something bad. This is a slippery slope. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Now we all know in America, how wonderful slippery slopes are. They don't exist. And how useful they are. I mean, they're nowhere. I yeah. Mean, it's we've never, never been a seen, problem. We've never, never been a problem at all. Never, never I, have I ever seen a slippery slope ever in so my life. I was... <laughs> This actually fits a little bit with what I'm getting, what, what the story kind of goes mm-hmm. with. About yeah. that. So, and, and, but it's still a tangent, so it still fits the show. Right. Um, it is Tuesday. You, you know, you know, um, Ellen Page. Yes. Okay. Oh, you mean the one you that the him shit? I think I'm very offended. Thing. It's not Ellen Page. It's anymore. Elliot. 
It's Elliot Page. Okay, here's my- I'm offended. I've got a nephew named Elliot. Well, you can be offended on that. I'm just confused about this because my argument when I heard this, I, I, I I thought that, you know, you were inherently transgender. You knew this from the beginning. Yeah, you don't just choose it. You yeah, you don't just kind of pick it's it. It's not random. something you decide so, on. So how is it that she went from, no, I'm a lesbian to, no, no, I'm really just a guy. Like, you can't do, like, I thought that was not possible. I thought transgenders knew everything from the beginning. I mean, I was once a guy trapped in a woman's body, and then I was born. Anyway. Um, no, 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 that was, no, I like it. <laughs> Rimshot was better. Okay. I liked it better. No, I just, it just fascinates me. I just, I read a story on that today and I don't know why, I guess I read it just for this. Blame it, on, blame it on COVID. Blame it on the no rain. Kidding. <laughs> but it was weird to read in the one article, read her, um, progression from, yeah you know, dating men mm-hmm. from what I can tell mm-hmm. to yeah. different girlfriends to, well, I'm actually a lesbian to, well, I'm queer to, well, I'm queer and I'm trans and look, I'm really just a guy. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought all of this was, that's, that's what I wondered. Like, I thought all of this was inherent from the beginning. I, I thought this was, a they no just were song. in denial or hiding it because of family or because of society or whatever. Yeah, sure. Also very interesting because she even commented on um, how, even with the joys that she has in coming to this full realization, uh-huh. her joy is still, or her emotions are still fragile. Excuse me. Excuse and me. so, is. and she talked about the, um, the, high suicide rate right. in the trans community yes. and all of the, I mean, it was really interesting because she's naming all of these very serious and real issues, issues yeah. that plague that community. But it also can be really found in the rooted, um, the rooted problem of I'm not comfortable in my skin. And so I'm going to go ahead and diagnose myself as I'm in the wrong skin, but that's not solving the problem. Right. You know, that's it, it, people in the trans community are still killing themselves or trying to because they still don't feel right. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Okay. Do you know how long it takes most people to feel comfortable in their own skin? Yeah. It's called puberty. And then let's see, how old am I now? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> you change. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've, I've, you you grow and change throughout your lifetime. It's up to you to decide if you want to be comfortable with yourself. And if you're not, you can change things about yourself. But or why get change, over it? Why do the most damaging thing and change the physical portion of yourself like that with surgery? And why do that instead of changing your mindset or changing the way that you the, the way that you look at yourself? Why not change that instead? Well, I mean, because that's harder because it's not instant because it doesn't, it's not instant to go get surgery either. It takes six months of healing. Yeah. But at least, but at least as you're laying there bandaged and bleeding and can't move and everything else, you're like, Oh, look, I have a thing now. Yay. That's it's there. You can't see it. And then you spend the next six months trying to figure out what (laughs) I know. You're going to also, when you're, when you're deflecting the emotional and, and anyone who feels uncomfortable in their skin deeper than just the regular, 
I'm in puberty or I'm sure I don't, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is. Aside from that, um, or gain, you know, muscle mass, whatever. Um, if you don't address, um, or if you, or, okay, so hold on, let me back up for a second. So aside from the regular life stuff, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I swear it is. It is COVID brain. <laughs> Welcome to thought go, bing, bing, the best bing. part of this is you Dylan gets to see it on somebody else. This is fantastic. Cause I'm like, <laughs> what you're dealing with right now is mine. Cause you'll, when, when one of us is speaking and, 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 and sometimes even when I'm having with you're here too, you know, the, the thought will be there and it'll be this, this, Beautiful display, beautiful construction in my brain. And the moment I start, it goes and it's gone. And I'm like, uh, uh, and or or worse, or worse, get halfway through the point and have literally a light switch go off in your brain and go, now, what was I just talking about? Okay. So that's happened like three times in the same topic. Welcome to my world. Oh, it's maddening. It again. I know. I every <laughs> night I'm behind this bike. It happens every time. Because then I turn around and drive home, and I go, "Dang on it!" I that's I, what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. If only I could go back and do it again. No, it's okay. And that's why I'm here to kind of fill in the gaps yeah. when he does stop. That is hilarious. <laughs> Stephen's my training wheels. <laughs> I'm short enough. That's how this works. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny. Oh, that's what I was going to say was that you're welcome. Aside from uh, regular life stuff, if you have a deep rooted issue with like who you are, like not being comfortable in your skin or feeling like you yeah. don't fit mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that will be a struggle. That will be just yeah. a lifelong struggle. But coming to terms with that and part of the healing process is to say, okay, this is something that I experience. I know I need to have tools in my belt to work through it because this will be a daily experience, but it'll get easier and easier. It doesn't mean that it's done and over with, but to just deflect and say, well, I'm going to do something and I'm going to go ahead and say, well, I need this new thing fixed. And so I'm going to go ahead and do surgery and then to to just keep doing that, you will always find something else that's wrong because yeah, right. you aren't getting to the root, the root of, of the problem. It's why people get exactly. It's why people get addicted to body modification. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that's why you're addicted to it. It's not yeah. the fact that you know you're just addicted to it. No, it's because you see an imperfection or you see a flaw or you see an issue, and you instead yeah. of working on that issue or flaw or imperfection. You decide you're just going to cover it up. Well, I would argue that's what any addiction is from. Yes. Is your, right. your whatever, no matter what it is, no, no, no matter what, what it is, no matter what it is, you're avoiding dealing with and accepting. Out of everything that you were saying, the key of all of this is the acceptance. People don't accept anything anymore. I accept my caffeine addiction. <laughs> I fully accept. I do too. That yes. I am addicted to with coffee. <laughs> I fully accept that. I do too. But, but seriously, like that's, that's the biggest problem is we don't, there's a lot about ourselves and everybody has a flaw. Everybody can have something they can point to. Oh, I wish my nose wasn't so big. Oh, I wish I wasn't so fat. Oh, I wish this, that, and a third, whatever. Everybody's got something that they can point to and say that they could change. But there comes a point where you have to fish or cut bait. Right. You know what I mean? You, you, you either change what you can change 
and and literally let go of the rest. You mm-hmm. figure out what you have control over, which really isn't a lot. And once you find that line, then you kind of leave the rest up to God or whatever you believe in at that point. Right. At that point, you just kind of have to accept that this is, is the best that I can do, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But we're not taught to accept anything, let alone what our best is. Wow, what a tangent we got say- on. Today. I know. Sorry. I would highly recommend the um, AA Big Blue Book. I think that that is such a great book um, for anyone. And gotta love um, that twelve step. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> Hi, but Carrie. I read it for, <laughs> I read it for um, during seminary, and it's <clears throat> really good. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, now, I, of course, would definitely take a theological path or approach sure, or guide yeah. anyone else to do such, mm-hmm. um, you know, turn to God because we can't do anything in our own power. Um, but, yeah, that acceptance thing. And it doesn't have to mean that we're happy or, you know, oh, I accept that I've I don't know, whatever it is. I'm yeah. going to just turn off now. That's okay. Well, I mean, okay. So while you're turning off, think about this and just, just kind of putting it out there. We're talking about, you know, accepting ourselves and uh, the things of that nature. But what if, what if you have a local government that just decides not to accept your entire religion? Like, like at all? Like at all. Like just says, you know what? Your entire religion, no. Um, you can't gather, you can't join together, you can't even like see each other. And uh, by the way, uh, if you do, we will arrest you. Wow. Well, it's a good thing that that like wouldn't. China? That, I was going to say that would have to be in China. That couldn't happen here in America because we have freedom of religion. Well, I mean, the U.S. Supreme Court issued an injunction on Wednesday blocking New York governors, uh, the, blocking the New York governor, you know, Lord Governor Cuomo. His almighty slayer of economies. Yes, uh, from uh, enforcing his 10 and 25 person occupancy limit on religious institutions inside of New York City, granting the request of the Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn and the Agadath Israel. Agudath. Agudath. I love that cheese. Israel. Oh, Gouda. Oh, it's so good. Cheese is good. Mm. I don't actually. I'm just, I just. But here's the, here's the funny thing. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So the restriction is very, very poignant. It's you cannot have any more than 25 people in your house of worship at all. So that's counting at all. Wow. At all. At all. Okay. Okay. Regardless of the size of the space. Yes. Regardless of the size of the space. At all, no more than 25 people at a time. Poo-poo on you so from you, Lord Cuomo. You, you can't have more than 25 people standing in the center of, you know, Dallas football stadium. Right, basically. Right. Well, at that point. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The United States Supreme Court went, uh, went against Cuomo, but only at a 5-4. Well, duh. Only at a 5 Four. Are you shocked by this? Like, seriously, are you no, shocked I'm by not, this at all? I'm not no, really shocked at this. You have three very specifically that you should never be shocked about. And then one that you knew was going to, you know, stab you in the back. So, yeah. uh, you know, Justice Looking John you, Roberts, Roberts. Uh, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan all voted 
for the Lord Cuomo. Well, of course, because we all know that the the Supreme Court is not about actually upholding the constitutionality of something. It's about the right. uh, 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 political <clears throat> swing and that's exactly or bent what this that was. these particular people are from. Correct. And this period. was this was fully political bent. There was nothing about the Constitution that they were like. Uh, the that should have been November. Yeah. The Supreme Court. It should have been nine. Their entire job is to say. Is it or is it not constitutional? Not, is it constitutional if you have a pandemic? No, no. Is it or is it not constitutional in all bounds? Yes or no? Yeah. This should have been a 9-0 flat. Yep. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was a 5-4, which makes it even worse if we hadn't have gotten um, Amy Cody Barrett. Yeah. It would have been a 4-4 split. And then it, then he would have been able to keep doing his, his stupidity. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm just saying. It, 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 <clears throat> see, I'm having that moment too. My problem is just now that was when like nine different things just collided. Yeah, together yeah, yeah. That's time. when he went. <clears throat> Letting yeah. y'all into the mind of Dylan. Anytime I'm sitting here after somebody says something and I start stuttering for a second and then just end with. <clears throat> it's because of the fact I have literally a hundred different things I want to say and all of them are fantastic, but I've realized I've run out of time to make it worth make a decision, doing yeah, and pick and, on something. And, and now it's gone. Which one? Yeah. yeah. That's it, it all just goes mm-hmm. and it's there and daggone it. So. Yeah. Well, you know, so you have that going on and that's going against, honestly, there, it has no problem with, uh, by the way, in New York, he has no problems with, uh, Muslim faith. Yeah. Didn't gathering at all. It, it was right. literally just churches and synagogues. Yeah. yeah. I, but see this, this goes specifically synagogues and we've had this very, conversation. Very, yeah. We've had this conversation before about going and I'm taking it in again on a slight tangent, but the whole mask thing. You weren't here for this. I don't know if it was even on Tuesday while you were out, but we had a conversation about the whole wearing masks and and crapola. And my thing is it irritates me because, you know, you can't, my, my son, my oldest asked if, if the girlfriend's mom could possibly make him a mask for school. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then it occurred to me. Later that day, the girlfriend was with her daughters and they were at Walmart and we're FaceTiming because we're looking at gifts and ideas and stuff for the kids and blah, 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 blah. And while they were trying to figure out something, I was Mm -hmm. talking to her oldest. Yeah. And it dawned on me, she's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So in society, you uh, children in North Carolina under a certain age, I think it's under 11, don't have to wear a mask, but they have to wear a mask to go to school. Yeah. But, but they don't have how, to wear a mask in society. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting confused at. Mm-hmm. How is it supposed to be actually stopped? There's all these half-hearted attempts, yeah, at trying to make everybody feel good that they're not actually doing anything right. If they really wanted, if they really thought the numbers were that bad, and they really wanted them to stop, then you should probably go. If you are a breathing, living human being and are going to be out in public at any moment of any time, then you have to wear a mask. At least that would be somewhat viable instead of, well, you know, kids don't have to wear masks in the state of North Carolina to Walmart and touch everything and breathe on everything and cough on everything and be asymptomatic on everything. And then wipe their nose and then Uh wipe it on the stuff. And then turn around and let you take it home and you contract it that way. Yeah. That's no problem. I'm just saying, there's so many ways that the government could, and I know I shouldn't be helping them try to screw us over, but there are so many better ways they could go about uh, destroying us from the inside if they would just be a little bit smarter about it. 
I, I, there's there's moments I feel like Sloth from the Goonies is running this whole show. <laughs> I really well, he do. He was a nice guy. I know, but I, I know, but all I can hear, and you can. That's what I. Oh, was that your Christopher Walken? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was good. That hurt. That, that stung was really a bit, good. but that was good. That was so good. <laughs> That's close. No, no. <laughs> It's close, actually. It does sound so <laughs> very good, Carrie. That was a good one. Good. Well done, well placed. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> but no, I know it was a tangent. But I just, it's, it's. I wanted to kind of vent about well, that again. I, I, you know, to end this out, I think we all just need to come together. You know, right all now, religions, no, over me. all religions oh. need to come together and join hands. And just build a united front. We are the world. <sighs> we are the children. We should all be tearing down our faith and rebuilding it into a brand new thing. I'm sorry, what? What story do you have? <laughs> it's uh, Tim Shriver from American Magazine. He says we should all, you know, all faiths, all creeds should should just get behind uh, and and start to follow and worship right after the Joe Bidens. So we're supposed to worship Biden and not God? A- apparently. Okay, I am not kidding. When you said get behind, I, all I could think was get behind me, Satan. Like That's about yeah, right. Yeah. That's about where I'm at at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I just, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a good one. Like we may have yeah. to save that and go into it again next mm-hmm, week, but it's because mm-hmm. it was... Because it talks about, you know, the, the whole key is to build it up better. Yeah, build it back better. Tear it all down and build, build everything. Right everybody, back up. basically, you everybody this put all your good stuff into one. Yeah, and we'll blend it and we'll build it that the way. The great American religious melting pot. Ew. I'm not a fan. Not going so to do it. Yeah. All right, let's get to those bells. Good evening, Mojo 50. I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. Today we had no misinuendo bells, eight actual bells, six 2020 does, three oh my gosh, and a room shot. Giving us a B plus for the day. Hey, Carrie, hope you're feeling better. Peace out, boys. Stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. All righty. Well, again, guy carries back healthy, safe, and sound. Guys, we'll see y'all tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm terrible. Get them away. Hey, boo. 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 This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.